Well, good morning, everyone. We are again, once back again. And look, it's draft, draft, draft for all of us. Uh, whether you're at two drafts, four or eight drafts, uh, we're here to really be able to go through some of your drafts because all of us are in the middle of our drive. So good morning, Jed over in uh, Illinois and Jimmy over in Phoenix. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Jed. Yeah, morning, uh, Jim, we were just talking about our 12-person draft yesterday. Who were you – I think a lot of times for all of us, a 12 is probably a little rare. The standard is usually 10. I'm actually doing an eight-person draft on Saturday night, which I'm saying this should be very, very easy to do an eight-person draft. And this is with my wife's family. So I said this should be pretty easy. But a 12-person draft, who did you – who were you expect to get and how did you do, Jim? Uh, <clears throat> on the 12 person draft, I was number 10, same as last time, Jed, I, of course, ended up taking the two running backs. Cause really at the end of the day, I was like, you're really left with the, a bunch of receivers. And I just decided to start off with Joe Mixon. Um, and then also with Aaron Jones. Um, so that's what I did. I was debating between Aaron Jones and Deandre Swift, but I ended up with, uh, Aaron Jones. It's funny. I got Aaron Jones. So I had my 12 man at work yeah. yesterday and I got Aaron Jones second as well. And yeah, basically I, I feel like now with 12 mans, what I figured out is to me, when you get to the third and fourth rounds, there's still depth at wide receiver, but yeah, not yeah. at running back. So I do feel like, I, I remember I said every, to everyone that I don't like taking Justin Jefferson in the first like four to five picks. Mm -hmm. I still stand by that. Cause I think, yeah. um, I think right around five, you can start thinking about it. Five, six, and seven, you could think about it. But otherwise, your your number two running back is going to be really weak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jed, you ended up with Keenan Allen in your twelve person draft, right? In which one? Yesterday's draft. No, no. not with Keenan Allen with uh, well, Austin, Austin Eckler. Eckler. You got yes. Austin Eckler. Yes. Yeah. 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 Last night I got Austin Eckler, which is the first time I've drafted him. I'm excited for that though. Cause it's a, it's a half point. So it's not a pure PPR, but it's a half point per reception. So I feel like Austin Eckler is going to be um, pretty good. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to be hooked up to the chargers. Okay. Yeah. Now why Austin Eckler and not Derrick Henry or Dalvin cook? Um, so cook was available at, this was at five. Um, you know, I just, I have, I thought about it. <laughs> I really did. Oh, did you guys know? So here's the other thing. We draft in Yahoo. This, my draft lit yesterday was in ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. I was surprised at how different the rankings were. The rankings were quite different. So Dalvin Cook, for example, in ESPN was like a nine or a 10. Oh, really? Um, wow. Yeah. 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 And so it was interesting. I noticed there were just, and then quarterbacks, for example, there were pretty different selections most places i've seen joe burrow is a top five i got yeah. joe burrow in round eight because he was pretty low on there me list. too yeah yeah i will say that the thing about dalvin cook because he's never finished a 16 or 17 game season that's the very reason why i don't know if i would want to pick him up because you're not sure how many games he's going to be out during the season yeah i know i had the sixth pick and it really came down to either Derrick Henry or Delvin Cook. And so a lot of times I just ended up picking more of a sure thing in Delvin Cook. Later on, I picked up Alexander Madison. Now, here's my dilemma later on in the second round. Now, I have the sixth pick in the 12 league. It comes around, and I see James Conner and C.D. Lamb. Who would you guys have picked? C.D. Lamb. 
Okay. CD Lamb. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Definitely. but I think you were kind of forced to go into CD Lamb because he was the best available player on the board. And I think you would have been kicking yourself if you didn't pick him. But in some yeah. ways, I mean, I wish that there were a better, couple of better receivers that were out there before CD Lamb, but CD Lamb's the better pick. That's yeah. not a bad pick at all, though. If you have CD Lamb and uh, Dalvin Cook, that's a great one, too, to start with. But I went in thinking for a 12-team league, running back, running back, wide receiver. I actually ended up going running back, wide receiver, and then zipping around to tight end. Jimmy and I were talking about right before that. Then later on, I needed a second running back. I actually ended up picking A.J. Dillon over Pierce. The reason being a couple of things. Pierce, at the same time, is still in the Lovey Smith offense. He's still a rookie, so he eventually hits a rookie wall. A.J. Dillon, where I came in, is I think a lot of times Aaron Jones is going to be your pass catcher because they're going to need a wide receiver. He's a great pass catcher. Suddenly, though, you still need someone in the goal line and someone that uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers trusts, hence A.J. Dillon. So Tommy yesterday, Jed, was similar to how you were saying you were on a work call. He was doing a work call as well, too, right? And so when he, I saw that he picked A.J. Dillon instead of Damian Pierce, I was like, what is going on there? Is he distracted? Um, <laughs> and, and too bad. I wish I was the person right after that, you know? Um, so... Yeah, I, I like Damian Pierce better just simply because there's more guaranteed touches with A.J. Dillon. Um, you know, he is splitting with Aaron Jones. But, you know, it's a little bit more of a wild card, but there's probably a little more upside, like you said, Tommy, because A.J. Dillon, you know, will get the goal line carries. If if Green Bay can keep that offense, if Aaron Rodgers keeps that offense going, um, there'll be a lot of points to be had, and so it could, it could work out for you. I do expect A.J. Dillon, especially with his legs, to get the goal line touches. Pierce, I love because there really is no one after Pierce. He is your primary running back. Lovey Smith, a lot of times, as much as we say, Davis Mills, who knows how well he's going to do? Brandon Cooks is a wide receiver, so you're going to get the touches. How well he'll do it, I don't know. I still remember. I think you guys will remember when Lovey Smith was the head coach of the Bears, he ran Anthony Thomas all day. I see peers like similar to Anthony Thomas, but at the same time, man, Dylan, when, uh, when, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Jones was out. Dylan did so well back in the days. Well, there's a lot of rumors that the, the Packers have gotten a ton of offers for Dylan yeah, trying to yeah. pry him away. So if he did get traded somewhere too, that could be another yeah. good thing for him. So I, for me, I was also surprised. ETN was still available for me on the board. I did draft two quarterbacks again, so I took a flyer and a chance on uh, Trey Lance. And then I also been picking up Ayuk because I'm hoping that being his third year, he's going to have a good year. Usually some of these stud wide receivers, in their third year, they come out. So yeah. I'm, I'm taking a chance on Ayuk. Did you guys see that um, uh, San Francisco dropped Trey Sermon, but then yeah. Philadelphia picked him up? Yeah. Yeah, I've, been, so I've been watching him, right? Because I actually think he's pretty good. But the San Francisco coaches do not like him. And so here's the thing. Miles Sanders is not doing too well. You got Gainwell Scott, who historically the last couple seasons when they've had the, 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 the ball, they haven't done too well. So I'm hoping this might be a Trey Sermon thing, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then Sony Michelle is the other interesting one. In my league, I couldn't believe this. Michelle went in the third round. Yeah. Um, even though he's the backup, you know, in uh, with the Chargers. So that was surprising. Yeah. 
Tony Michelle went in the third round. Yeah, I don't know why. I was like, and this was yeah. They're not paying attention. Dude. Yeah, I guess not. I was like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Tom, keep on talking. I'm gonna grab a charger. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, got it. Hey, you know, uh, Ramondre Stevenson was another guy that fell into me. I do have hopes with Ramondre Stevenson. I know there is Damian Harris, but it looks like I mean, all reports are they may probably give him the bulk of the carry. So. He, look, I mean, in his starts, he did really well last year, Jed. I, I do have high hopes for Ramondi Stevenson as my third running back. Yeah, New England is always tricky when it comes to the skill players. I mean, Belichick is so good at hiding what he's going to do that we, as fantasy players, we have a hard time figuring out where the points will go. But I like Stevenson just for his, you know, potential. I mean, in going into his second year and, you know, plus he's, he's an OU guy, so I like him too. <laughs> Now, with my last pick, a lot of times you, you probably won't even get there, especially if you're in a 10-team league. I did went ahead and pick up Amir Abdullah just because a lot of times Josh Jacobs is just not doing well in Las Vegas. Amir Abdullah is his backup, so a lot of times it's just picking him up and seeing where he goes with it. Yeah, Rumors. Las Vegas is another interesting one. Yeah. Can't wait to see Rumors. what's going on. Rumors have it that they're supposed to trade or they want to trade Josh Jacobs just because yeah. I don't think he fits into the offense. Wow, that's really interesting. You know, I got uh, right before the second to last round, I got George Pickens in this one. So I was oh, very, very happy with it's that. It's always nice when you can go towards the later rounds and George Pickens is sitting there. Yep. Um, but have There's you no noticed that Chase Claypool isn't being picked up a lot in a lot of these drafts until really, really late, too? Yeah. No, no, Jed, it's always nice when you play with people who aren't updated on the news and you start grabbing all the sleepers that no one's paying attention to. <laughs> <laughs> you know who dropped um in our league too pretty far was uh Antonio Gibson. You know, he let's see, I want to see. I oh, yeah. think he might have went in the third but round. It's, but it's because of Robinson, but now that Robinson is out for an extended time, yeah. I have been seeing that people are coming back to Gibson because there's no other options, right? Yeah. You got you got maybe McKinnon who who but I don't think he's your McKinnon, number one yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the only problem with Antonio Gibson, which in some sense will get him bench, is the fact that he fumbles. And the very, very fact that he fumbles will not get him on the field. Yeah. So, see, he was so uh, good in his rookie year, though. I actually had, so I had, it was between Antonio, I could have gotten Antonio Gibson when I got Damian Pierce. He dropped that far. Yeah. But I, I like him. Jim, who was your quarterback? Uh, I got uh, Joe Burrow. So Joe Burrow and Trey Lance are the two people I, I decided to go after. Did yeah. you not want to reach for, uh, uh, what do you call it, the guy out of Buffalo? You know, I really, by the time it got to me, uh, someone already grabbed him. And so I was like, eh, maybe I'll go after Justin Herbert. But there were a couple who was sitting out there that I really want to, who I just wanted. Um I end up getting so. Here's the thing. In front of me was Deontay Johnson, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Travis Etienne. So there were some really good players, and I was like, you know, I could get Joe Burrow or some of these other players later on. Um, I almost got Lamar Jackson. He almost, but someone took him the the pick before me. Yeah, yeah. literally, I think Josh Allen. Would you have picked him in the third round because he was picked two spots before you? Yeah, I would do it. I would have yeah. done it. Yeah, if he was sitting there, I was ready. I had him in my queue. I don't know about you, but right before, right as it's coming around me, I put a queue, and that's the person I'm going to pick. 
But then when the queue is gone, when the player's off my queue, I'm scrambling trying to figure out who my pick should be. <laughs> so in my league, I waited until like I always wait until try to go fifth or sixth round. Yeah. And then what happened was in the sixth round, there was a run. So then, you know, the second first second pick of the sixth round, Lamar Jackson went, then two picks later, Jalen Hurts, then Kyler Murray. So then I was sitting there looking at Dak Prescott or um Russell Wilson, but Cortland Sutton was available. So oh, I got it. yeah. So I took Cortland Sutton. Yeah, pass up Cortland Sutton. You know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, nah. I'll, I'll tell you this. So Tommy picked up Russell Wilson before I picked up Joe Burrow. Mm. And Russell Wilson, actually, Russell Wilson was the person I was really targeting. He was he was up on my queue ready for me to take, and then he took him. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Between Russell Wilson and Joe Burrow, that's a tough call. Yeah. Hey, I was very surprised. One of the highest quarterback that was picked in was Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Has not been getting very much love. He was still sitting there. Uh, Russell Wilson was still sitting there. So someone picked up Aaron Rodgers. Here's the one that I struggled with is I ended up, and I, I was still debating, I ended up picking Kyle Pitts ahead of Cam Akers, uh, Cortland Sutton, and Travis Etienne. So suddenly now I was sitting there, should I pick up a tight end? I have a great stud tight end, but at the expense of a Cam Akers. No, I would. I'm not. I'm not 100 sold on Akers. I still think Henderson, at the end of the day, is is going to see some good run. I'm not entirely sure Akers is going to last the entire season. Man, I like Kyle Pitts. I could not get him in both drafts, though. He went like right before. So in this one, he went in round four, like three picks before I got Michael Pittman, um, and Travis Etienne was right there too. So it was a tough call. Uh, but I like Pitts a lot, as you guys know. I, I yeah. love locking in. I love with the tight end position. It's kind of, you know, it's like the quarterback position. Once you get it locked in, you can just leave it there and not touch Oh, yeah, totally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My guess is he's going to end up getting eight to ten touchdowns over a 1,000 yards. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen at Drake London, right? The only other player that has the offensive capabilities will be Cordell Patterson. But Cordell Patterson is in a cow pits. Hey, what do you guys think of uh, Eli Mitchell? Oh, I haven't, I haven't got, I haven't, I don't really trust those San Francisco running backs, so I've always stayed away from them. Yeah, same. Yeah. I have not been drafting him. I want to see where he went, but I haven't. The only him. concern I have: look, they've gotten rid of Trey Sermon, they've gotten rid of Moster, all that other stuff. He is been positioned to be your primary running back, but again, he has a soft tissue injury. Yeah, he went around six, so that's pretty far down. But, I mean, you're right. I love the San Francisco scheme, so you know there's going to be points there for the running back, but it's just can you get the consistency? Yeah. Grim, is that you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, coffee's okay. ready. Yeah. All right, hey, let's go through a couple of news and notes as well, too. Jay, I'll start with you. Debo okay. Samuel misses practice on Thursday. A lot of times it's, hey, look, at the end of the day, he does get nicked up. Last year, he was great. Two years ago, he was constantly injured. Jimmy says that he picked up Brandon Ayuk going in his third year. How high are you on Brandon Ayuk? I like that. I think that's a really yeah. smart move. Um, I do think people are going to be disappointed in Debo this year. Main, not because he won't perform. I just don't think he's going to get the carries that he get the rushing carries that he got last year, which really boosted him up the second half of the season. So I think you will be disappointed. And I think Ayuk is a great flyer. Like if you're picking him up in those late rounds, um, you know, he could really pay out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jamison Williams. Unless you have a keeper, are you still picking up in the 10-team league? Yeah, I am. I mean, part of it is uh, I'm not only if they have an IR spot, right? If they have an IR spot, I don't mind stashing him. And so that's what I've been doing. If there is none, I'm not wasting a spot. Um, but I actually think that Jameson – actually, it's funny. I was looking at in all of the boards, and I know that Deshaun Watson, some people don't want to pick him up from a personal standpoint, but he's been out there. Jameson's been out there. And so if I have an IR spot sitting down there, I don't mind throwing one of those two players on there. Oh, you, you threw Deshaun Watson on there? That's horrible. No, I end up taking Jameson only because I was okay. like – I've been picking up two quarterbacks um, in all of my leagues. I don't need another third uh, quarterback sitting on my IR spots. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, by the way, just speaking of Brian Robinson, he has now been placed on the reserve non-football injury list, so he will be out at least guaranteed four weeks. I mean, Antonio Gibson, he looks a little bit more attractive with, besides his fumbles here and there. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? A lot of times, too, think about this, like – you know, those someone like an Antonio Gibson gets all the carries. Now you have them get out of the gate strong, have a good first couple games and then get them ready to trade. Right. Like there's all these players who think be thinking about trading. Usually people, most of the trades are happening in the first two, three weeks. I saw you guys already made a trade. in our other league. <laughs> so, you know, usually those first two, three weeks, people are ready and you, you got to be thinking about it that way too. Hey, speaking of trade, Jimmy does love his Gabe Davis a lot. I, I see a lot of trade offers for Gabe Davis. Why is that? Because Stefan uh, Stefan Diggs is right uh, in front of him. I, I don't know. It's and maybe it's gut instinct. I remember last year, I, my gut instinct told me Cooper Cup, even though in in most offenses he was second to Robert Woods, he's the person at target, right? So that's what I thought about this year with Gabe Davis. I was like, you know, I know he's a second person, but I think he's got that much potential. Um, so I decided I needed a, I needed a wide receiver. So I traded. I know Tommy will always will take uh, Pierce uh, for a trade. So I just traded uh, Davis for Pierce. So, yeah. Hey, uh, Jen, let me talk to you a little bit. And Kenyon Drake signs with the Ravens on Wednesday. A lot of times it says more about J.K. Dobbins probably not being ready. There was a video showed on ESPN a couple of days ago when he went through drills. After the drill, he was limping, and his legs just still isn't there. For you, a lot of times, if you were looking for an additional running back, is it Kenyon Drake or is it Mike Davis over at Baltimore? Um, I still think it's Mike Davis because even Kenyon Drake, well, Kenyon Drake will still be more like that third down kind of back so i still think mike davis but but just be careful i mean the ravens we all know the ravens rushing game is lamar jackson <laughs> it's not the running back yeah. so yeah i don't know that you're going to get a ton of production production there yeah jim miles Stan sanders is still not practicing he's yeah. been injured now for the few uh, last few weeks with the hamstring injury is kenneth gainwell even on your radar maybe but it does make me re-look at trey sermon so yesterday i was going through all the waivers after our draft and usually, I think we talked about this uh, last year, at the end of the season, it's a number of running backs on the waiver wire that's going to end up winning for you. And so I was going through the waiver wire and thinking, which running back this year is going to be the one that at the end of the season is actually going to make a difference? And I actually think that Trey Sherman's one of them. Yeah. Jed, Rondale Moore, uh, Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury told reporters that Rondale Moore will probably play week one. 
with DeAndre Hopkins gone, you definitely are not playing A.J. Green as your primary receiver. Does Rondale Moore become your primary receiver then? Yeah, no, he's a great pickup, and you should be able to get him really, really late. I got him in, like, I think round 12 or 13 in one league. Um, and, yeah, I'm expecting he's going to be heavily targeted, um, you know, with uh, with Hop being gone now and with, uh, yeah, A.J. Green there is not going to be the yeah. solution. So, so um, Jet, the, the only – okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll say this with a caveat. I think Rondale Moore is going to be pretty good, right, until – uh, Hopkins comes back, but all the local people, the story on Rondell Moore here has been there's an undisclosed injury that he's going through that no, the, the Cardinals has not talked about, uh, and they're trying to figure out what it is, right? So that's why whenever he's on the board, I was like, eh, these local guys might know something that we don't know. So I just kind of at oh, least they, somebody else, yeah, they definitely do. That's why when you have local information, that's exactly what yeah, you need. Yeah. So no, I think that's really important to look at. I was just thinking, you know who i'm trying to think of other when you guys are saying like players you want to stash for the second half you know who i'm interested in is um and this this jog my memory just because josh gordon got picked up again so he got dropped by oh Kansas yeah, City. yeah yeah he got picked up yeah. again but um obj nobody has picked up obj he's sitting there i yeah. guarantee you somebody's going to pick him up in the second half um so some team can yeah. use him that's for the championship yeah, run. Yeah, so that's yeah. an interesting one yep. yeah Hey, Jim, let me ask you a quick question. New York Giants, a lot of times, Kadarius Tony is still not practicing. Kenny Galladay had a surgery, and he's still not there, and we have no hopes at all for Kenny Galladay. Is it Sterling Shepard, or is it a Wandale Robinson or Darius Slayton? Uh, Wandale Robinson being their rookie. Do you like anyone you said forget no. New York Giants to just avoid that? No. I mean, I think we always talk about teams you stay away from. I think Giants are one of those teams right now. But you never know about Tony. If I mean, if he comes back, he's actually not that bad. Yeah. Uh, Jet, last one before we talk about tight ends as well, too. Josh Gordon signs on the practice squad. What do you think about Josh Gordon? Because I know in the past you liked him a lot. Oh, yeah. No, I love Josh Gordon. I'm, I mean, I'm not picking him up at this point, but I'm watching. You know, I want to see. The main thing with Gordon is speed. Um, did you guys see that uh, it was uh, they showed Terrell Owens running the 40? Yes. Yeah, yeah. At whatever age, forty-three, he yeah. could still he's run the good. forty in like. Fast. Oh, it was like four point five yeah. or something. I was like, and that's the thing. Josh Gordon has crazy elite speed, so no matter how old he's getting, you know, teams still need that. So I, I'm definitely paying attention to see if he catches on. I mean, I'm I just always been one of his fans and hope that he does well. With that said, we're going to talk about tight ends and running back, but before that, let's take a break from uh, bas uh, football a little bit and talk basketball. What did you think of the Donovan, Donovan Mitchell trade? Oh, I thought I was disappointed it wasn't New York. It would have been super interesting to see Donovan Mitchell with uh, Randall and with uh, Barrett up in New York. I think that could have been a – they could have been a serious contender in the East if they had made that trade. I don't know why New York couldn't pull it off. But in Cleveland, to me, it doesn't change anything. I mean, Cleveland's interesting. They definitely have a couple pieces there. You got to see what they're going to do with uh, Colin Sexton, what's going to happen. Um, but it, it's definitely not as intriguing as – new york but they got a good lineup those guys cleveland if you look at their potential lineup they've got a really good lineup yep. yeah he instantly does give them i mean i would say they probably jump into the top half of the east yeah according to espn i was sitting there reading it late last night uh they were so utah was so mad at the uh at the new york knicks 
They never even went back. Once they got the offer from Cleveland, they did not go back to New York and ask for a final offer to better it. And they were mad because they wanted a bunch of they offer a bunch of protected trick, uh, protected draft picks, and they would not offer Quentin Grimes. I'm not sure who Quentin Grimes is. And so it really came down to that. And so Utah says, forget it. So they went with the Cleveland drafts and all of their draft picks and never even went back to New York for one final offer. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, for Donovan Mitchell, though, I don't know. Maybe it's a – I don't know if this is a better situation for him. I mean, he is a true superstar. The guy, if you ever got to watch him, um, unbelievable player. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, it'll be another one for uh, Chicago to deal with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Grimes, now, look at, Grimes now, is Utah, Yeah, now Utah has additional 13 draft picks here. Uh, in the next few years. That's crazy. And let's see how well they do with that. Well, the team to look at. So Oklahoma City has been stacking draft picks, right, for a long time. Now with Chet Holmgren, their number two pick out for the year, there's a chance like they could get another high draft pick. So that that team, you just give them a couple years, and I tell you, they're going to be pretty good. Yeah. But at the same time, Suddenly you are now like the Philadelphia 76ers, which was always just sitting there stocking up draft picks. But then at the same time, they, they get Embiid, but then they whiffed on uh, Merlin's, Ben, uh, ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. And then Jimmy there was one they messed up. Oh, uh, Markel Fultz. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, it's no, not guaranteed. Yeah, no, you have, but I just feel like if you look at the draft history in Oklahoma City, I mean, come on, they have been pretty yeah. impressive on that yeah. side yeah. so i feel like you know it, it'll pay out there but think about danny ainge danny ainge is in charge of the utah jazz and look how he built boston right they yeah they did sign Kyrie, but jalen brown marcus smart jason tatum it was all the draft so my guess is they're doing the same thing in philadelphia and in, in uh, utah utah now let me ask you guys a quick question is if you were a general manager of an nba team would you like to be like Danny Ainge and sit there and stock that with draft picks? Like, I would love doing that. Or would you like to I'll be like the Lakers playing that's super that's probably underrated, but it's actually one oh, of the no, best systems in the entire country. And that's the Cincinnati Park system. It's also cheaper that way. We have yeah. probably the best I, 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 collection of public parks. So would you guys rather – so to me, GM, that's like – They're very nice. They're very pretty. I would say go down to the riverfront. Would you rather be a GM of a basketball team? Or would you rather be a Sawyer Point. There's owner. the banks, yeah, where the stadiums are. Owners, right? I think owner is smell the best dream job. So I would say <laughs> yeah, the pressure on a GM, day, you have to make it. Just just park down owner, you just sit the there and you just create revenue and you figure out what to hey, do with all Thank you so revenue. much. And we're going to yeah, find some time to talk again. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. So one of us hit the lottery. We'll have it. Okay. I will say, so Tommy posted something the other day about Marvel. Did you know what? 10, 13 years ago, Disney bought Marvel for Thirteen billion dollars. So we were no four billion. Four billion dollars. I was thinking about it. So right after college, I submitted my resume for an internship at Marvel, and I got accepted. But they were going through bankruptcy, so I said no. Uh, I sometimes <laughs> wonder. I was like, huh, what would life have been like if I took that internship? Uh, more so, they would have laid you off because I mm. bet you a lot of times we're seeing the same thing with Warner Discovery. They yeah. sit there, acquire, and they are cutting everything and everyone. Uh. Sad. No, but if you're an intern, they're not going to lay off the intern because the intern doesn't get paid. You still need <laughs> bodies in there. They'll just lay off all the high-ranking officials. <laughs> yeah. Hey, going with tight ends as well, too. Uh, we are, Jim, let me ask you a quick question. 
if you had a choice between Kelsey, Andrews, Pitts, it's not a dynasty league. Who do you like the best out of the top tier uh, uh, tight ends? Um, I would rank them right now. If I were to pick, I would pick Kelsey, Pitts, Andrews. That's how I would pick. Chad? Yeah, that's pretty. I'm. I might. I might still flip Andrews and Pitts. I might say Kelsey, Andrews, and Pitts. Um, yeah. I. I love Kelsey. You know, I think this new offense, the wide receivers there. We don't know who's going to emerge, um, and so I think Kelsey's going to be that safety blanket for Mahomes. And so I think his production is mm-hmm. is pretty much a lock. I think yeah. Andrews too. You know, that connection with. Lamar Jackson is just too, really strong, and Kyle Pitts is still a little bit of a wild card. But I will say, at the end of the season, Pitts could be number one there. So oh, his, yeah, his yeah. talent is right there. I mean, for, for for sure, a dynasty league, Pitts is number one. Yeah. Yeah. Chad, you really liked Kyle Pitts, even with Marcus Mariota, huh? I actually like him more with Mariota. I think that's a, you know, I think Mariota is more mobile. And so, again, the tight end as a safety valve. Think is perfect and and Pitts. Remember they all la- so Pitts was one of the first rookie tight ends who instantly had double coverage as yeah. a rookie. That's mm-hmm. insane. Like that never has happened. And so the coaches, it took them a little while to figure that out. And so I think his production is going to go up this year because they're going to know how to better scheme for. Yeah, them. yeah. Speaking of Atlanta, Drake London still has not practiced. He got injured at the very first preseason game and still out. And so with Drake London out, there really is no wide receivers in Atlanta. You have Cordero Patterson, you have, uh, and then you have Kyle Pitts sitting right there, and that's really. I don't, even, actually, I don't even. I don't even know who the wide receivers are. Let me look. Yeah, they, uh, they have a uh, gauge. Don't they? Oh, no, Gage no, is in Tampa. somewhere else. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, right. Gage is in Tampa. Well, hey, by the way, speaking of that, Julio Jones has done pretty well in preseason here. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting anything out of him. Um, but you know, Tampa is the that's the place where the old guys go. <laughs> yes. Oh. I'm watching Julio Jones here sitting there because with uh uh what do you call it? Um oh, the great. other wide receiver from Mike, I, I forgot blanked on his name. He he might be well in the first couple of weeks. Okay, so uh, other than Drake London, the other wide receivers, Brian Edwards, who used to be with the Raiders, and Zacchaeus, who last year mm. I think was led them in receiving towards the end. But that's it. I mean, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, funny enough, is still on the roster, but he's suspended. Uh, but at the same time, remember Brian Edwards from Las Vegas? I had high hopes for Brian Edwards when they drafted him. Yeah. All right, Jed, let me ask you. If you had a choice and it comes down to George Kittle or Darren Waller, which one are you picking? Or you're going to say, you know what? I'm going to avoid those two and go to Dalton Schultz. Uh, No, I've had that exact scenario. I I do not like Kittle because of, well, I've been debating this. So on the one hand, I feel like he's a nice safety blanket um, for Trey Lance. And so he's going to get the picks. And, And you know the talent's there. But I really like the idea of Darren Waller now with Devontae Adams. They can't double coverage. And so Darren Waller is free to roam. And yeah. again, you know the talent is there. So I've been picking Waller pretty consistently. He, I've got him in, uh, yeah, in both drafts I got him because I wasn't going to go after those first. High, well, basically, if I couldn't get Pitts, then Darren Waller is the next guy. I you know, I, I actually agree with you because here's the thing is – in the scheme of San Francisco, they use Kiddo as a blocking tight end, right? 
to to free up lands, to free up the running backs, free up some of the wide receivers like Ayuk. And so what you find is that I would say, I mean, he's still going out there, but a good 30% of his time, Kiddo is still blocking, whereas Waller is never used as a blocker, right? He's always going out there. So that's why for me, from a percentage standpoint, Waller's a much better target in terms of draft. And you can get him later um, than, than I think Kiddo. And we're always scared that Kiddo is injury prone as well, too. Like last year, he was out for an extended period of time. And so when you need him the most, he's never there. Yeah. All right. We could sit there and the next tier is Dalton Schultz and TJ Hawkinson. We could talk about that. But here's the next phase, Jim. I'll ask you, who do you like out of this group? All right. The next tier three is Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, and Dawson Knox. But after that, who would you like? Hunter Henry? Pat Fryermuth, Dallas Goddard, or Zach Ertz? You didn't say the one that I would want, but go ahead. Who's the one you would want? Logan if Thomas. If, if we're in that second, that third tier, Cole yeah. Komet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Cole Komet. That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's going pretty high, actually, these days. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying third tier. Like, I yeah. think that second tier, that Dalton Schultz. I like Dalton Schultz over Hawkinson, but I still like Hawkinson, too. And I- you didn't. Based off of where he's being drafted, though, I feel like Kokomet's getting to the second tier level. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So you got to be careful. But if he's in that third tier, I would take a Kokomet. Yeah. Now, but I've seen the recent drafts. People are picking him higher than I thought yeah. he would be. Yeah, People love exactly. Him. That's what we're saying. That's a little bit of the problem. If he's going too high, then it's not yeah, worth it. Yeah. Um, did you mention Dawson Knox, too? Yeah, he's on his, he's on the tier with Schultz, Dalton, uh, Dalton Schultz, as well as also TJ Hawkinson. I think Tom, out of that group, right? <clears throat> uh, either Goddard, you've got um, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. Um, hey, we didn't mention Gizeki. No, I'm Gizeki. He's on the trade block. I, I don't think they're they're Gizeki is. I would say it would come down between Ertz and Goddard. And the reason why I was actually thinking about both, because I was looking at them, both are projected to score roughly, um, you know, about the same, right? But I think I would trade, I would go after a, a Goddard before it hurts. I think that's what I would do. Yeah. Uh, in terms of sleepers, Jed, do you like any of these sleepers? Or Smith, Logan Thomas, Robert Tonian? No. <laughs> I don't like, I mean, Logan Thomas, man, we all got burned on that last year. So I'm off that train. Um, Irv Smith, maybe. um, But no, I I don't, I don't like any of those guys. Tom, you didn't say Albert O from uh, Denver. I actually, I I would choose. Yeah. But at the same time, Russell Wilson never really did very much with the tight end. So that's why I really haven't been paying very much attention to him. No, but remember, I can't can't remember who the tight end was. Oh, it was that year when um that guy from uh, New Orleans. Remember, he was he played for the Bears for a Jimmy few Graham? years. Huh? Oh yeah, Jimmy Graham. Yeah, Jimmy yeah, Graham yeah, was okay. He had yeah. so many touchdowns that year. That's yeah. why I think that's one of the reasons why they said that year. If you look at the touchdown production by Graham, you can see potentially him doing the same thing with Albert O. Now, at the same time, I personally like like Noah Fant. If Noah Fant was still on the Denver Broncos, I probably would pick him up. He's in Seattle. No, yeah. you can't trust any of those Seattle running backs or quarterbacks. So, all right, running backs, real fast. Let's finish up as we finish up because we all have to go. 
Running backs, we talked about Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, all of that. It is Joe Mixon, Jim. What is your love with Joe Mixon? <laughs> you know, here's the thing. When you're doing these darn snake drafts, I'm not – when you're doing the snake drafts, you're – Joe, it's always coming down to Joe Mixon. Um, DeAndre Swift. D- yeah, Swift. And the Aaron, Aaron Jones, Aaron right? Because yep. I'm not even looking at Saquon Barkley or any of these other guys. Yes. Out of the three of them, I trust Joe Burrow the most. I love Joe Mixon. Yeah. No, no. Joe Burrow's as the quarterback. Oh, right? God, 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 God. He can spread it out, right? He, yes. He can yes. spread it out. And they need Mixon to diversify that offense and to score. So that's one of the reasons why I was like, because Burrow's is the quarterback and I trust him. I think he'll know how to use Mixon well. So that's why I've been going for Mixon. I, I like Mixon. I, I mean, he once he got over his kind of injury, he was a little bit injury prone when he started. Again, another OU back. That's why I like him too. But I don't think that's a bad pick at all. I think the Cincinnati offense, we just got to just worry a little bit about hangover from, you know, their great year last year. But if they can keep things going, and again, that's one of the best lines. Cincinnati has one of the best lines in football. So let's see. I think, I think yeah. that's not a bad pick at all. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jed, if you were coming on the last half of the first round, going to the second round, you have Saquon Barkley sitting there or James Conner. Who are you picking? Ugh. I don't think I like either. I don't like either, but I would pick Barkley. I think Barkley is now low enough, right? Remember remember we were talking about Barkley when he was top three, yeah, top yeah, five? Yeah. We, we always never liked him because the Giants offense. But if you're getting him at the end of first round, you know, that's probably okay. And I think the Giants are going to be better this year than they were last year, um, you know, hopefully with a little bit of progression with all the, yeah. you know, rookies and whatnot. So I would take Barkley. Speaking of injuries, I've also been seeing Christian McCaffrey is back in the top three for some people. In terms of draft, I was like, I oh, don't a know. A lot of drafts. A lot of drafts. I, I, I just don't trust a McCaffrey. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, I'm not dealing with that headache. I mean, it's just too too iffy. Yeah. Jim, for you, here's a scenario. Chase Edmonds is sitting there. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is sitting there. Who are you picking? Edmonds. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big uh, Hilaire. Actually, I've been picking up uh, Pacheco, <laughs> the, the rookie backup. Yeah, because uh, I just don't think I just am not confident in Edwards Lair. But I've been finding that um, Kansas City likes Pacheco, so I've been kind of targeting him. Yeah, uh, ten team draft. Are you picking him up, Jed Pacheco? Yeah, no, no. That's he's been one of my sleeper targets. If you get him down in that, you know, 12, 13, 14th round. Um, I think he's great, but you know, you just gotta be careful. Kansas city. We know they don't really, the running backs are just not used in a traditional sense there. And so like Clyde Oders Hilaire is a perfect example. You know, he'll have a couple good games where he picks up the goal line carry and, you know, has maybe two touchdowns, but as far as consistency, that's not where the ball's going. Here's, here's a trivia, which Kansas city running back, former Kansas city running back. Do they compare Pacheco to? Priest Holmes. Yes. Priest, Priest Holmes. Holmes. Yeah. Priest Holmes. Really? Priest Holmes. They, they compare him to – which I was like, they love Priest Holmes. Oh, Priest Holmes was awesome. Yeah. Do you guys remember? So I always think of Priest Holmes. And then do you guys remember – Um, what was his – I think his last name was Okoye. Christian Okoye. Yeah, Christian Okoye. Yeah, yeah. Those two guys were such brutes. They were huge guys. They were kind of like – um, Derrick Henry prototypes, right? Like huge guys that were fast. Yeah. And so that was... <laughs> well, that's what they say about Pacheco, right? So I was like, oh, he actually might be pretty good to consider because he's a big back, he's fast, and he fits into the offensive scheme. Yep. 
side note, speaking of old Kansas City teams, my favorite Kansas City teams were back in the days when they had Joe Montana as their quarterback. Love those teams. Yeah, he only played for two years. Yeah, it was great. And they oh. had the wide receiver, Lake Dawson, uh, and they, they just had a wonderful team back then. All right, uh, Jed, comes down to Josh Jacobs or Brees Hall over at the New York Jets. Yeah, the New Which York Jets. Like? Uh, I actually like Brees Hall. I take a chance on Brees Hall. Um, I, he was someone actually I, I you know said his potential as a sleeper. Like if you're looking for that second or third running back position, um, you know he could he could pan out, and he had a really good preseason. Yeah, Jim uh, Ezekiel Elliott is sitting there. If you're at the second round early yeah. pick, are you picking up or you're going to wait to see if he drops in the third round? No, I'm not even looking at him. Tony Pollard would be the person I consider, but I, I, I'm not paying attention to Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Hey, look, our offensive line is so bad over in Dallas. Remember Jason Peter, who fizzled out with the Bears? They're thinking about signing Jason Peter because that's how desperate they are for offensive line help. Yeah. Uh, Going two more as well, too, as we wrap up. Jim, Leonard Fournette, how high is he going in your draft? You know what? I like Leonard Fournette. You know, like I put him in the same area as an ETN. I actually, if if you gave me the choice between a Barkley and Elliott, or a Leonard Fournette, I'll choose a Leonard Fournette. Simply That's because of his over... Sorry, sorry. No, simply because of his touchdown capability. Jeff? Yeah, pretty much. Like I mean, but also Tom Brady likes Leonard Fournette, right? Yes. And so that's the other thing too is if you look at the how they use him, both on the running game as well as also in terms of receiving. There's certain players I found that when Brady likes them, he always gets involved, right? Gronk. He did that with a number of his receivers. I think Fournette is one of his guys. And so I think he's always going to work on getting the ball to him. Yeah, that's a good argument. That um, you know, I that he, Fournette is the guy who basically if you to me, if you draft Justin Jefferson, yeah. you're probably gonna end up with a Fournette. With and it's, Fournette. that's not yeah. too not bad. bad. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were doing the story on ESPN, which I thought was actually made me the made me really convinced of Leonard Fournette. They said Tom Brady always takes care of his people. And Leonard Fournette is the last remaining person he brought in. And so they said he's going to want to take care of him. No, you brought in Russell Gage as well, too. So that's a person that uh, he personally reached out to. Yeah, yeah. But they got so many receivers. Chris Godwin. Actually, did you guys see that Chris Godwin is practicing again? Like, most Yeah, of he's – yeah, yeah. He healed up quicker than we thought. So he could be a steal. He's going yeah. pretty low. That's that's why I took him in my 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 draft district because I knew if I didn't take him, Tommy was gonna take him. So I didn't want to take him that high, but I was like, ah, I'll just do it. Yeah. Hey, once he came to me, I'm taking both him and uh <laughs> Hopkins as well. <laughs> Sorry about that. Last one, Jed. Uh out of all your backup running backs, if you had a choice. Pollard, Madison, or would you even take a chance on a James Cook? Uh, yeah, you guys know I drafted Cook. <laughs> but I actually, of those three, I like Tony Pollard. I mean, Tony Pollard is already in, like, he's guaranteed touches already oh, in yeah, that totally. offense. Yeah. And so you're just building off of already a timeshare. Whereas Madison is more like 80 20, 70 30. Um, and then Cook, I think, is even lower than that. Like, he, he's just kind of waiting if there's, like, an injury or something. So, I, I think Tony Pollard for sure. Yeah. 
I think Tony Pollard's Tony Pollard's a good player. Well, we're going to wrap up here as well, too. Next week, when we come back on Wednesday, by then we should have done our keeper uh, auction league, and so we'll have much to talk about during that time. <laughs> we'll see how we do. Good luck. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Talk soon.